love that's poured out towards us this day and every day. We pray, Lord God, that this might be a place where we marinate in it until we take on the very flavor of your personality. We thank you for your great love. In Jesus' name, all God's people said, amen. Amen. You may be seated. Well, it's good to see all of y'all here this Sunday, even on this football weekend. That's amazing. Glad that you're here. Uh, we'll all be lifting up our TU fans today in prayer, trusting to get them through. I saw someone on with a TU jacket on earlier. I appreciate that kind of fan support. Good weather, bad weather, you're there. We can, we can appreciate that. Good weather and bad weather. It's what the uh, circuit riders, early Methodists, who carried the gospel and spread Methodism across America. Most people don't know that uh, Methodism and the Methodist church was the first church ever founded on American soil. Uh, there were historical reasons for that. We were a movement in the Anglican church, and you couldn't very well be English and be fighting in the Revolutionary War. So we became a church at that time. But few churches like the Methodists spread across uh, that pioneer country at the time. And it was largely, uh, click back one, please. It was largely because of these guys. They were called the, uh, the circuit riders of the day. Anybody ever heard that term, circuit rider? Uh, they were called circuit riders because uh, there were so few ministers at the time and settlements were so widespread that one ministering pastor would get on his horse and travel from place to place in a circuit in order to minister and nurture all the Christians in all those different communities where they had been started. If they came to a community that, that didn't have a church, they would often uh, minister there until they found a few converts, and that would be another church getting started on their circuit. Uh, Methodist preachers today still itinerate, move from church to church, largely because of that model. But one of the things I thought was really cool is just that emblem. Most Methodist circuit riders did not have a life expectancy beyond 33 because their life was so difficult, because they were constantly in the elements, because they risked their very lives in this grand adventure of taking the gospel into pioneer America. These were the circuit riders. And often this is the way they're pictured, solitary figures, reading their Bible on the circuit in between places, readying their next message, always pushing forward, you know. They were the post office people of their day. Come rain or shine, they're going to be there. But we're coming to realize that that picture is not accurate. Recent studies of the diaries and most of these Methodist circuit writers kept journals like their founder, John Wesley. They would write what happened from place to place as they went. And as they've looked back into those journals, we've come to realize that this is a very inaccurate picture. Though often when they went into a town to minister, they were there alone. They went out of their way in traveling from place to place to meet up with fellow circuit riders. That they might encourage one another. Uh, that they might share each other's grub and each other's tent for the night. They kept each other going. These rugged pioneers. And so this next picture, if you click it there. That might be more accurate. The circuit riders of the day. 
Christianity is a team sport. We're in jeopardy if we do it alone. But if we do it together, we can find partners in this journey. There's a reason that we don't come to this table as solitary Lone Ranger Christians. We come as a family. And I hope this day, if you're feeling your face against the elements and the resistance of the journey pressing you back, that you'll find a partner here today, here over these next several weeks, that can be a journey partner with you. The truth of the matter is, we not only need God, we need one another. And when he gave us himself, he gave us each other as a part of the package. On the night in which Jesus gave himself up for us, he took bread and he gave thanks to the Father. And he broke the bread and he gave it to his disciples saying, take and eat. This is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Likewise, after supper, Jesus took the cup. And he gave thanks to you, our Father, and he gave it to his disciples. He said, drink from this, all of you, for this is the cup of the new covenant poured out in my blood for the forgiveness of sins for you and for many. So, Lord God, we pray that you pour out your spirit here today on these gifts of juice and bread, but on them and through them to us that we would partake of your very spirit as we partake of these symbols that point to your very real presence here with us this morning. We thank you that you emptied a tomb that you might fill our hearts this day. Give us the strength we need. Help us to laugh with one another along this journey, to strengthen one another, to encourage one another, to travel together until someday we reach that destination at your feet, looking into your face, hearing well done, good and faithful servant. Food for the journey. We thank you, Lord God, and we pray as your son taught us to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Give us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen.